All right, welcome to Inside Abode, ladies and gentlemen. It is season four. We are on the fourth season, man. It's, it's hard to believe uh, that we we came this far and, and have this many episodes. When I just started, I did not anticipate to be this many episodes, but we're going to keep going. We're going to just try to keep giving you value um, and keep you know providing information that's up to the minute for buyers, sellers, people, tell stories. Uh, anyway, season four, here we go. Oh, yeah. um, so also, before I get started with our guest, I want to make sure that you take the time to tap the subscribe button. It's right there. It's easy. Check it out. Like, you, you don't even doing nothing. It's COVID. It's quarantine. We're in the fall. Like, listen to some, listen to some, some information. Listen to some stories. We have plenty of options out there. There's all kinds of stuff. Abode life and abode you. So anyway, today will be an abode you podcast and I have a very special guest today and I actually this is the first time that I've interviewed you on the podcast uh because last time I think Ann did it no we did one together what's that we did we did one together on, we did? Um, yeah on uh, closing costs oh yeah that's right closing costs um so introduce yourself to the to the audience who are you what do you do tell them my name is uh Jordan Kane <laughs> I'm a realtor here at Abode uh i actually got my license when we opened up so this is my third third year yeah uh, dave and dave and her family they, i got a little bit of nepotism going on not too much but just a bit and uh yeah that's that's me man cool how's how's covid been treating you i see you've uh shaved your beard down a little bit you trying to look like me nah i think it's the other way around <laughs> oh okay 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 and, uh, I actually found I found a gray hair today in my hair, and I was I thought of you. Um, oh, no, what? I mean, hey, let it rock. No, let it no, rock. I, no, I eradicated it pretty quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> COVID. <laughs> COVID's been all right. Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's been weird, you know, trying to. I don't come into the office as much as I used to, which which sucks. Um, I've been just trying to you know trying to find. I actually, I moved to I moved to West Seattle. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the workout game has been a little off just cause I, I like to go to the gym. I like going and doing things that I don't like doing at the home. I just can't really find the same motivation. Yeah. Um, I, I tried running for a little bit and then I got shin splints like instantly. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, so I stopped. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not a, I'm not a runner like that. I feel you. I'm not mm, like, yeah, that's hard for me. We're not, we're not built like that. We're not. No, nah, no. Nah. You said you moved to West Seattle though. So what, what's it, have you noticed anything up in West Seattle as far as like pricing from like prices of homes up there versus prices of homes in, in Tacoma? Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of just the, it's kind of that same thing that's going on, you know, King versus Pierce County. Pierce County is cheaper kind of across the board. Uh, yeah. um, actually my, my girlfriend and I, Sam, we went and uh, I just had some free time yesterday and we went and looked at three houses just walking from our house. Uh, from our house now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was just kind of crazy to see, like, the layouts of the house, like, you know, two bed and two bath and how much that goes for, how many square feet, and then, like, uh, four bed, one and a half bathroom, and how much those go for. And it's just kind of – because, like, like, you walk in, and it's like I've seen – you know, I've seen all these layouts before. I've seen these style of homes in Tacoma. Right. Um, but it's just the prices are just different, like, just way more expensive. So Yeah. Yeah, what you can get up there versus what you can get down here, basically. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, like, and it's it's a cool neighborhood. I mean, it's you know, there's nothing to. It's just the price tag. It's just, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's just, just yeah, it's up there. 
That's it's crazy how things are just moving, man. And and you know, I think in obviously Pierce County's uh, proximity to King County has impacted Pierce County quite a bit because of what's happening in King County. So, uh, you know, it's it, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Remember, we were looking at uh, during the check-in, we were looking at the 15-year trend of inventory in Pierce County, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were talking about imagine trying to sell a house in. 08, 09, 10, 11, you know, and I, I was, you know, kind of putting it out there, like, you know, talk to those folks who were, who were selling in that time and ask questions and, and, you know, like just because they have a lot to, to share about mm-hmm. marketing a home or what did that look like and how persistent you have to be. And, you know, right now things are flying off the shelf so fast that, you know, you market it and it's gone, but like you had to, you'd had to have hey, you had to have a bag back then. Like you're, you're <laughs> you had to have a bag, you know, mm-hmm. like as a, and by that, I mean, for those listening by that, I mean, like you have to, as a, as a listing agent, if your house isn't sold in two weeks, what are you going to do next? You know, yeah. like, what are you going to do next? How are you going to push that out there? Getting creative. And right now it seems like things are moving so fast. You don't even have to be creative in marketing the home if you're a listing agent. No, I don't think that's true. I mean, I think, I think like, you know, cream always rises, rises to the top. So even though things are moving quicker right now, then it's, it's competitive. If you have a game plan and you have really strong marketing and you can track your analytics, then you're just going to make your, you're going to make more money for yourself versus, you know, taking uh-huh. pictures on your camera and, you know, not staging or not, not marketing to the right people and not, you know, getting it out there everywhere that it needs to be. And not, you know, really kind of, I think what, what we try to do is we really like the house is the house, right? You can't really do too much outside of making repairs, but if you kind of sell what it's like to live there, then that gives people that extra motivation, that extra little kind of um, sticking point to make Got them, it. you know, maybe, maybe we willing to spend an extra 5k or 10k or whatever it is. Um, and that just, you know, it's, it's harder to do, but it, it ends up making our sellers more money in the long run. Yeah, so and, find, that, and, and finding the right buyer for them too. Cause it's not, I mean, money's great, but also, I mean, a buyer can promise whatever they want to, but then, you know, they still have the ability to back out if, if they don't, if they get cold feet. So you want to, or maybe there something happens with their job or and there's things that can happen. So it's not just a straight shot. Like you list it and then it sells for sure. I mean, you still have to be creative and, and if you want to get top dollar, then you're going to need to be creative. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and ask the follow-up question. What uh, are some of those things that sellers can be looking to do? Uh, um, I, think right, I think right now is definitely, I mean, you'd always want to kind of picture the things that, you know, that, like the shortcomings that your house has and just kind of be honest with yourself and saying, okay, I mean, this is great, that's great, but we could work on this and then maybe, you know, try to, try to fix those things or try to accentuate things that are the, the most important things of your house to really focus on those to maybe take attention off of some of the other stuff. Um, staging, staging right now, it's, it's things move really quick right now, but I mean, staging, it's, it's, it can be expensive. Um, it can be, you know, it can get up to $3,000 to stage a whole house, but that's money that you're going to make back. Cause it just, it's, it's about like putting a product out there that's consistent. So you want it to look good online. You want it to look great in the video. You want it. And then you also want buyers, to come to the house and be like, oh wow, this looks better in person than it did online. Because when you show houses, it happens all the time. They, you know, your buyers will see something online and then they go and see it and like, oh, that doesn't look like the pictures, and they're kind of let right. down. 
So you want to make sure that it's at least on par with how it looks online and then preferably better. Yeah. In your, in your experience, have sellers got, you know, do they get sentimentally attached to the house? Like when you're given feedback on what things you need to do, like, is that a thing? Like we're, I don't know, like, cause, cause they have another person, which is a professional and that's what you do. You sell houses. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, basically are sellers listening to you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I obviously it depends on the person. Um, and some people are, you know, I feel like the longer they've been in the house, the more kind of attached they are. Um, but like, so a good, good example, I have some sellers who they bought their house that they're in right now in 2016. And it was, a, you know, it was kind of, it was abandoned and there was kind of squatters in there and they've been doing all the work themselves. So when they decided to sell, it's like, it was this really kind of emotional thing for them. I had to help block them through that. Um, because, you know, they, they put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into the house themselves. Right, um, right. And, but I mean, they, they were open to feedback. They like, I think they, they already kind of had that mindset of like, what do we need to do to, to get, you know, to get out of this house as, as fast as we can and also get ourselves the most money back. So it wasn't really any fight there, but, um, and then, you know, some people, you know, they don't have the money to do it. They don't, you know, they can't do all those things. You have to kind of work around figuring out what is an acceptable amount of work to do that would also get them back the most, you know, like what items, uh, that they can't afford to fix with net them the most in return. Right. And we do actually have products for that. I don't, I, I need to check and see if we still have those available right now, because once COVID hit, it kind of, they stopped them for the set for the time being, but I need to check and back and see, but we do have products for those folks who uh, may not have the funds to do the, the updates prior to the sale of the home. We did yeah. before COVID. I just need to double check and make sure, but before I put that out there in the open. So, um, that is an option and we'll put that in the comments for those listening. Uh, I'll double check before I post this and make sure that, that that's a thing. So I'm writing myself a note about yeah, that. Double, double check that. You don't want to look foolish. No, I don't want people, you know, but, but in the future it is a thing as well though. You know, like yeah. we, we rolled it out. Um, and that will, that allowed buyer or some sorry sellers to, uh, get some money, work, work, get some money to make those improvements, but then, you know, pay it back out of the closing. Yeah, which that's a great program. So yeah, it is a great program. Uh, so I guess the next question would be, how do like if you're a seller right now or a mm -hmm. potential seller, like mm -hmm. should they should they list their home right now? Like with COVID going on, we're going into election cycle, uh, you know, and historically going into an election cycle has been, you know, things have slowed down quite a bit do you see things slowing down and is it a good time for sellers to like put their house on the market right now? That's, that's loaded. Um, <laughs> it is a lot. Uh, it is a lot. Yeah. Man. It's a crazy time. Yeah, no, for sure. Can you do that? So, can you do that, that uh, impression real quick or no, no, I'm joking. You don't have to do that. This is unprecedented. Dad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I mean, going, I'll tackle it piece at a time um so going into an election year uh i was talking to uh, one of my lenders that i use george land i think he's he's been on here before yep, yep. um and he was saying that that people kind of you know people in general kind of tend to get a little timid around election years um and that they're, they're really they really don't need to necessarily because any changes that would be made would take years to actually for people to actually feel that um and then also, I mean, there was like a, he said there was a slight disruption when Trump was 
uh, elected four years ago, but that was just because it was kind of nobody expected it to happen. So if Trump were to get reelected this year, people were already kind of used to that. So I don't really think they would shock too many things going on. Um, but then also if Biden were to get elected, he's kind of more of a, you know, his, his platform is more stabling the ship. So I think either way, it's probably going to be more of the same that we've been seeing. Um, but I mean, it's understandable that people get, you know, worried. Um, and as far as if it's a good time to sell right now, um, so historically, we, like usually I say historically, I've been doing this for three years. Um, but in my three years of doing real estate, uh, usually you have, you have cycles of when it's busy and when uh, it slows down. So usually from like, I'd say late March to mid-July, it's like usually when it's the busiest. And then from um, July to kind of like the end of the year, it's kind of like the slower time because, you know, people are, they're going on vacation or their school, their kids are back in school or it's just, you know, winter time and everybody's kind of shacked up and not wanting to go outside because it's raining and dark all the time. Um, but this year it's been different because we had COVID hit in, what, like March? Um, so that's, you know, so it started out really hot and then COVID hit and then we didn't really know if, I mean, for a while there we weren't essential, so we didn't know, so we couldn't work. And then, so then everything just kind of stopped and then it picked back up kind of like June so we're kind of feeling we're kind of feeling that it's like a rush season, but um, but it's still I mean things are still moving right now. It's still really really hot and competitive, and um, and there's also really low inventory right now and really low rates. So it's just kind of making this perfect start. With buyers can afford more right now. Um, I think people are starting to get more stabilized in their in their jobs and kind of you know, used to working from home and and just kind of you know everybody's just kind of getting used to a new normal with you know this pandemic. Um, but then also at the same, so buyers can buy more, they can afford more, but then the inventory is not quite there. So when you do list your right. house, it's going to be a lot more competitive right now. Right. And that's something to take into consideration. I think Ian and I t- uh, hit on that topic last week about, you know, yeah, it's, you're selling your house at a premium, but then you're going to be purchasing a place at a premium, but the rates are so low that, you know, it, 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 it's a good deal for you. I don't know. Yeah. Like you, you have more buying power, even though, the, the you're buying at a premium, but you also have more buying power than you have in the past and his yeah historically. Um, and I think now, and I think now too, it's like if you were to list your house and then you need to purchase something else, right? So that's a contingent offer, right? So you're buying that house contingent upon selling your house right now, that new house. Um, I think it's stronger now because you know everybody knows that you know if you if you can show, hey, we're ready to go. This is what we're listing at. This is what everything else is penciling out. This house is going to sell. Um, then that other agent knows, okay, well, like this is contingent, but their house is going to sell. And then they also right. have the funds to afford this. Right. Um, so I, th- I think that, I think either way for sellers, it's stronger than it would be in a slower market. And for, for those uh, who might be listening, who are looking to sell a home, when you do a contingent offer, what are some of the, time like because like if you so for example if you go into contract and you have a and you and you submitted that offer as a buyer and you have a house to sell mm-hmm. how many do you have to have that do you have to put your mark your house on the market after you have that offer submitted or do you have to have it like when you when you write it up do you have to have it on the market like how does that work so you can so you can do it you have options there so you can you can list your house first and then find it like if you, if you have if you're gonna get an Airbnb for a week or you're gonna stay with relatives um, or you know sleep on somebody's couch just you know you can do that 
Um, but you can just like, but you can also do is you can find that right next house for you and then have everything ready for your house to list. I just already have your, your photos done, already have your, your uh, video done. Um, and then, so when you, when you go under contract on that other house that, that you, that you're looking at and you have five days to list your house. Oh, okay. So, so, so I can do it either way. So as a seller, mm-hmm. I can be looking for homes right now and not have to put my house on the market. Yeah. But if I did find something like, let's say if I just, we, we said, Hey Jordan, I, I really like this. I want to submit an offer. Then you would say like, well, you got to get your house on the market in five days, just in case we mm-hmm. do get this offer submitted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so pretty I, fast. I, five days is quick. Oh yeah. And the idea is so like, if, if someone were to come to me and say, Hey, we're looking at selling our house and then also, purchasing something new I, we'd get that ball rolling before then so they're not even so they don't, so they don't have to rush it right so we right, have all that right. stuff ready so we so when we wrote our offer to on the, on that new house that they're looking at we have to, we can send over our marketing stuff we can send over you know what we're going to list that we can send over all those details to the agent so they know hey they're ready to go um, right. and their house is going to sell okay they're ready to rock they're ready to rock they're ready to rack ragger shagger um so here's a here's an interesting thing so and let's go to the buy side of things so according to redfin 55 percent of the offers that its brokers uh you know submitted were competing against multiple offers is that something that you've seen with your buyers who are submitting offers are you they said so that's a little bit over you know nearly 55 percent. that's a little bit over half have you seen mm-hmm. that where your buyers are out in the market and they are, you know, you're automatically competing against other people for a listing? Um, I have not. Every single offer I've submitted this year has been multiple offers. <laughs> so, <laughs> said, I don't, I don't so it's hundred percent for you. You say it's a hundred It's hundred percent for me. I'm sure it's probably closer to like 80, 90. Um, because, I mean, it's just, I, I, I couldn't imagine 55% here. That, hey, that seems like a lot. Remember that one time? Remember last year? You know what I found on my camera roll? I found that that little video. Remember when I first got my gimbal and you yeah, were sitting out there at the table? Mm-hmm. I found that video. I'm about to post it on my stories right after this. I was, guaranteed. I was, I was sweating. Tell me I won't. <laughs> Tell me I won't I post it. Do it, man. I mean, that was, that was a crazy That was a crazy one. 27 <laughs> offers in four days. That was. That was how many uh, was that? 14? 27 what you had 27 on that one yeah Zach. yeah that's crazy man uh yeah that's I, my last question was what would you what would you uh what advice would you give a seller but we kind of went over that but um do you so let's let's talk more generally speaking would you would you so someone is looking to get into the market whether it's a buyer or a seller um it's covid they're kind of Oh, we talked about uh, listing. Now you can have five people in, in Pierce County. Yeah. Or is that, wa- I think it's Washington. I know in Pierce County for sure. In Pierce I think, County, it's, I think it's, it's, it's phase two cities. It's just Pierce County. So we've modified now we can do five people in a showing. Mm-hmm. Because it used to be two. It's been two since like March. It was, it was three. Three. It was, it was, it was two and a then realtor three. Realtor and then two people. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. now we're talking five. Does that five yeah. include the realtor? So now you base so basically you can you can add two more people so you can have like a like four people, yeah. Which is you nice. Have so me I, and you, your <laughs> mom and your cousin too. We have the same mom, so. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. You can do in law. 
Same mom, different dads. Hey, shout out to Too Tall. Shout out to Too Tall. He's hey, shout out to Too Tall, man. On Facebook, active. I love. Nobody knows who that is. Funny. That's my guy. Fred Kane. That's my guy. Uh, So anyway, what what what's do you have any? Do you have any advice to people that are kind of on the fence about getting into the market right now, or they are just, you know, because of COVID or they're scared? What would you tell them? Um, I mean, I tell them that we're we're doing things differently, um, but you know, it's it's safe here, right? So we have mandates on um, wearing masks. So I mean, now we can have five people, which is which is better. Um, but I mean, every, I feel like everybody's kind of pretty tentative right now, anyways, right? So everybody if they really want to get into a house, you know, they have to really want to get into a house in the first place, instead of just, I just want to go look for no reason. Cause that's somebody's home. You know, you don't want to just be getting into people's houses for no reason if you're not serious. Um, and I think that that's something, especially for buyers, you just have, you have to make sure that, that, that this is what you want to do first of all. Um, and then, you know, doing your homework, right? So talking to a lender, getting pre-approved, um, you know, making sure that, making sure that you have, um, Make sure that you just kind of have all your all your things laid out and ready to go because it, it moves quick it moves and it's competitive so you, you just have to make sure that you're prepared for that um, and then sellers too I mean it can be really jarring for sellers when they put their house on the market and then three days later they have four offers and they're like oh, I don't you know what, you know, what do we do um, so you you just have to be prepared for how how competitive things are um, all right that well that's that's good advice I think it, uh, spot on man I think you're the pro man. So uh, hopefully they'll listen to you. You want to give us a quick shout out to mom real quick and, 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 and M-Dub and Marissa. Oh, Riss has a book dropping on October 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Rain Her sister's writing a novel. She's a straight up author. That's crazy, man. Yeah. She's definitely the best of us. Yeah. She's definitely, uh, I mean, I mean, you know, no, she don't got don't. the best beard though. Who got the I best mean, beard? Mark. Mark I think Mark does. Good. Yeah, Mark. And then me. And then, I mean, this is a new <laughs> thing for you. So, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's all right, man. It's, it's, it looks good on you. You're, you're rocking it. No, you kind of look like Freeway that, a little bit, but it, it's it's cool. You said I look like Freeway? Freeway got the hood on. Yeah, got the hood on smash. <laughs> hey, and man, but I got, but hey, I'm rocking mine a little bit. I don't got the food. I don't got the, you know what I mean? That's why you look like freeway because it's just it's just the chin strap. <laughs> no, I don't got the, I got a mustache. You act like I don't get. You don't see the mustache. Yeah, but you don't have any. You know, you know, no soul patch. Oh yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, it looks it looks decent. You kind of look like. Uh, have you ever seen um, Dame? The he's a YouTube guy. He does like food no. reviews. You should go. No, look I haven't him up. seen him. I'll check him out. His name is Dame. Damian Lillard. Super official. <laughs> I'll check it out. He was on Ellen. I'll check I'll check it out. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man, and uh dropping knowledge for the folks. Yeah, and of course. obviously, baby bro, it's good to see you. Uh it's been a long time since you've been in the office. It's been and, like a week. Well, I mean, I don't think I was here with last time you came in here. Well, I mean, there's a reason for that. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, uh, how do, how can people get in touch with you or find you online if they wanted to, if they wanted to, to see, see what Jordan Kane was about? Uh, you can search me on Google. It's a uh, Jordan Kane, Lindemar Bode. 
Uh, I'm mainly on IG though. I mean, um, I mean, I have Facebook. But I just, I'm not as active on Facebook just because I'm a millennial. Um, but yeah, IG is great. You know, shoot me a DM, J Kane Holmes, or just you know, come come look at some of my some of my stuff I got going on there. There's a lot of good content. So yeah, you know, Windermere Bode, we uh we make it happen. That's what's up, man. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, thank you for you know, subscribing. Thank you for taking your time out of your day to listen to us talk about nonsense and real estate and <laughs> brotherly stuff. It's a uh, good mix. It was a good mix. <laughs> hit that, hit that subscribe button. Y'all we'll be back next week with some more content season number four, and we're rolling through the rest of the year. And then I'll let you know if we're going to stop the season. I know we took a little break, you know, I'm, uh, we we're doing quite a few things around here. We're pretty busy down here in Pierce County. The market is crazy. Uh, as you probably have heard, and so, yeah, there goes Jenny. Uh, so anyway, peace and see y'all next week inside a boat. Okay.